0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for January the 19th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two of two in the goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so peacefully, to restore the republic. We reject revolution, unless it's a Jesus revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Are we the greatest country on the face of the earth because we're better than any other nationality or anything like that? No, that's a lie. It's because we obey the commandments of God Almighty and look to God rather than government for solutions. And any nation that does that will be blessed and will prosper. Any nation that doesn't do that will be hindered in their progress. This is a clear, fundamental, eternal principle. God teaches us this principle in the Bible. He says, if you turn to me and repent, I'll heal your land and protect you. What more do you want than that? Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am here with Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. That's freedomsrisingsun.com. Check out his incredible collegiate series to preserve the nation. And also check out his weekly webinars, Q&As on the Constitution, and a whole lot more. Uh, now, this is serious. Um, we watch our government and how dysfunctional and just absolutely psychotic it is uh, internally. But what we don't focus on very much... Uh, enough at least, is the international players around the world that have a lot of sway and a lot of power uh, that we've, uh, in my opinion, foolishly breached our sovereignty to allow them to obtain. Uh, And it's a serious problem. They meet in Davos over the last several days, or they met, I should say, in Davos over the last several days. And man, what they're saying is insane. Klaus Schwab is one of the leaders of the World Economic Forum, And um, he is off his rock crazy, okay? There's an investigative reporter by the name of Neil Holman who uh, reported to the World Net Daily, WND.com. And he said that Klaus Schwab showed his Nazi colors online, saying that nations will no longer need to hold elections at all because voters could easily be replaced by artificial intelligence, okay? um. Investigative reporter basically said, hey, we're more than capable of uh, selecting our leaders. AI is more than capable of doing it. In fact, it's better at doing it than the people are. In fact, AI can do predictive uh, analysis and determine who we would vote for before we vote for them anyway, so there's no need to vote. Just go ahead and do it and quit wasting time. Skip elections. Here is this whacked-out world leader speaking at the World Economic Forum. Here he is.
2: So technology
1: now is, and digital technologies mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it.
2: But since the next step could be to go into a prescriptive power, mode,
1: which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what uh, predict and afterwards you can say, why do we need elections? Because we
2: know what the result will be.
1: Dr. Bradley, this is insanity.
3: Well, anybody that's been paying any attention at all, and, and unfortunately, there's not as many in America as we should have engaged in this. You know, this idea of uh, eternal vigilance is the price of our liberty has completely eluded most American citizens, sadly. But the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and all of his um, cronies, you know, whether it's the London School of Economics or the G20 Group or or the uh, Fabian socialists that are out there in every way, shape, and form, Um, You know, the Labor Party in England, you know, whatever. We could make a list of all of these people that are on the same page. (laughs) They're very, 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 very much into this transhumanism kind of thing where, you know, somehow they're going to bring in this new world order, if you will, to, to use the term that's in common usage.
1: Yeah, I mean it's really the modern day Hitler-esque style of creating this quote perfect specimen, uh, kind of an idea or a superhuman or a, I don't know what you want to call it, a pure human or it's all based in the eugenics movement and it's psychotic. And they basically jettisoned Hitler, took it underground, but it's alive and well today. Is your point?
3: Well, the thing is, it's interesting you bring up Hitler. The Klaus Schwab, you know, his accent actually fits the...
1: Uh, yes, it does. The, the whole mold say.
3: that Hitler came out in and, and honestly did not say anything against, you know, the Germanic people and uh, they're brilliant, intelligent, uh, unbelievably uh, capable in so many ways. But yet there's this uh, draconian kind of furorist kind of viewpoint that seems to come out oftentimes. And, and yeah, this this... Claude Schwab group. There, I'm. I'm on. Uh, I'm taking something off their Great Reset website. This is the World Economic Forum Great Reset website, and here's a quotation: "To achieve a better outcome, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country, from the United States to China, must participate in every industry." From oil and gas to tech must tra- be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. Okay, so this is what they're doing. They're doing it with the movers and shakers, the the uh, the big names in industry and and business and government and everything. They meet in Davos and they they plan our future for it uh, for us. And this idea that we're going to have intelligence that exceeds any intelligence of human beings is going to be how we select our leaders in the future and all this kind of stuff. It's absolutely astounding to me that we give any credence, credibility, or anything to this individual, but they are just pushed to the forefront constantly. It's very disheartening to me, Sam, and I'm sorry to have to bring this no, up. No, I the agree. This church. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints just appointed their chief spokesman, public relations guy, that has got ties into the World Economic Forum and into the United Nations. The United Nations for years has been involved in this, and, and it. What I'm saying with this is they're infiltrating institutions right. all over the world. Utah, for example, has one of its major industries, one of the, probably the most rich, powerful boot on the throat of people industries. The the Intermountain Healthcare industry is a principal supporter partner. With the World Economic Forum, these people have got have got metastasized strings into every portion. Little old Utah, the backward, backcountry kind of Republican state, has major ties into the World Economic Forum, and it's just astounding to me how we allow ourselves to have to let these people kind of become our lords and masters. I agree, and it's especially
1: an unholy alliance when they do so religiously as well as state, so to speak. In other words, government and uh, religious uh, leadership, especially the in corporate, a, a state and like everything. Utah, where they're so co- closely related to everything else. This has created an unholy alliance, if you ask my humble opinion.
3: I, I agree completely. And and Klaus Schwab and his his goons, his, his uh, cadre, his whatever you want, cabal, I don't know what you want to call them. But, Subject, but this is a sir. guy. He's he, he, What he envisions is a public-private United Nations. There are certain specialized agencies. They operate under joint state and non-state governance systems. The, 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 basically, they're working what I would term, and I think they've actually termed it in their literature, a silent cabal coup d'etat, a That's silent right. global coup want. d'etat to capture governance.
1: That's and they, they believe it's for the betterment of the people, though. They genuinely believe that they're, you know, somehow God or whatever their entity is, has put them at the helm, and we can't do without them and everything. And they believe this stuff.
3: They absolutely do. And, and and you know, uh, one of the major, you know, if you want to think of the the one of the lead partners of of the World Economic Forum is is uh, Bill Gates and his, his Gavi Institutes and all of his foundation, things like that. These people absolutely think that that they are the new, uh, what do you want to call it, a, uh, a new Reich, if you will, the Fourth Reich. I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, you go to the German stuff, the Third Reich, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, somehow they are the, the most intelligent, the most knowing, the most benevolent, whatever they want to call themselves. It goes back to Plato's uh, Republic things where, where the the golden ones are the ones that are going to rule us. And and this silent global coup d'etat that is being carried out, in their mind, multinational corporations, governments, including through the United Nations system, uh, selected civil society organizations, they call them CSOs, uh, these are the kind of people, the elite of the elite, that meet there. They fly in on their jets. You know, they're worried about the carbon footprint, of course, but, you know, And they have their la-dee-da banquets and dinners every night. And and basically, we the people are are being basically pushed out in the cold.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it gets worse because at the Davos Forum, they made another point that I find interesting. They used to want to call you a racist. Now that's having little um, effect because they're calling everybody a racist. And so it's like, yeah, so what? It's not true. Everybody knows it. They've now changed the game. And I'll tell you what they're claiming is worse now at the World Economic Forum. We'll do it in seconds on your radio.
4: Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: Dr. Scott Bradley and yours truly on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. We're chatting about this Klaus Schwab, this thug, uh, the World Economic Forum leader, predicting that AI, artificial intelligence, will, will make elections obsolete. We know what the result will be already for predictive analysis, and we don't need you to vote. That's what they're going for, folks. Shame on them. It's an assault on everything we hold dear in America, ladies and gentlemen. But according to the World Economic Forum, they've they've been coming out with some crazy kind of statements these days and everything else. It's just psychotic. But according to the WEF, if you dare to question the experts, this means you are a so-called conspiracy theorist. And that's worse than even being a terrorist, Dr. Bradley. A conspiracy theorist is very dangerous, and they've got to shut you down.
3: It, it's interesting to me that uh, what humans do is conspiracy. I mean, you say, oh, everybody's a conspirator, and then, in Bradley's mind. No. I mean, you think about from the youngest age, you get two or three third grade girls conspiring to keep another third grade girl from within their circle. I mean, it's absolutely absurd. It's not a theory, it's a fact. We deal in conspiracies constantly. Well, and
1: even conspiracies of kids cheating on tests.
3: And we can go on and on. Go everything. I mean, almost every aspect. Unfortunately, that's a human. A common human nature. There's that's a conspiracy what, the to way, do
1: things as kids and not let your parents know you're doing it. And it goes on and yeah. on. There's a conspiracy from parents to say we don't want the kids to know that about either us or about life or about something yet. And we're going to control the narrative there. And it, I mean, it's done all the time. Why do we think it doesn't happen on a larger scale? It does. It has. And it will.
3: Unquestionably. that That's the facts of life. And, and so you say conspiracy theorist? No, I'm a conspiracy factist. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is that is what human nature really is. I By just say way, I'm a truth
1: teller and let the chips fall where they may.
3: Yeah, here's the deal. Um, the, the fact of the matter is that they're trying to put us in a box. They say, oh, these guys are just because it's a theorist and so on. But any... Thinking, logical, rational human being that has more than two live brain cells to rub together Could probably come to a conclusion if they thought about this for a minute. I mean uh, The the Clintons talk about these uh, vast right-wing conspiracies. We got these guys that are talking about the unwashed uh, rabble that uh, that are out there. They're trying to keep the elite out of office. Everybody Everybody talks about these things and what they're trying to do is just categorize it into a, a thing that says we're at risk. And by the way, the Founding Fathers intended to control human nature in the sense that human nature oftentimes uh, seeks to obtain power and then begin to abuse it. That's and I would the say they tried idea. to bridle
1: it is what they tried to do, right?
3: They did. But here's the deal. The Constitution was intended to keep power from becoming unbridled, if you will, using your term that you just use. And so they checked it, they balanced it, they separated it, they divided it, they delegated All that kind of stuff happened to prevent this natural human tendency to seek, obtain, and then abuse power. That was one of the foundational bottom line, and we can prove this in everything that they did. I mean, if you look at the 39th Federalist Paper, you find that they separated the origins of power. The states got uh, represented in the Senate senate got their power from the states the people got represented in the house the house got their power from the people the president had a compound uh source of power they did not want any joined sources of power even not just dividing and subdividing and they the wanted power those ended.
1: sources of power to overlap in a way that jealously guarded them in other words absolutely hey you know if we delegate authority but yet you know the president's elected and the senator Senators are, you know, representing the states and stuff like that. You had multiple paths to control that president was the point, or vice versa.
5: It was all designed
1: with multiple cross-checks and balances, intentionally so to create alarm at the least assertion of unwarranted authority.
3: So the whole basis, it's not the whole basis, but it's a major portion of the basis of how the U.S. government was organized originally was to prevent conspiracies from being able to obtain power and abuse it. And, and when you look at the deep state, this is a perversion of the way it was supposed to have been done. What's happened is this embedded body of elitists that now aren't elected; they're 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 behind the curtain, you know. Wizard. Amen to that. They're, they're and speaking seen... of this, you know,
1: they uh, just want to continue to act like Israel and Hamas are the big divide and the big, you know. Whatever, and you're a racist if you do this, and if you don't back this, then you're anti-Christ, and if you do, then you're racist, or you do this, and you're a terrorist, and you do. It's just insane the way they mix this up. But the headline says Israel was founded as a homeland for the Jewish people. Now, a proposal to define it in law as a quote Jewish state has become a very hot political issue dr. Bradley and I find this interesting because so let me get this right the whites can't have their own state or country or whatever else uh, but the Jews can and that's fine and if I criticize that I'm the bigot right well Sam
3: you're probably in some circles considered an anti-semitic an anti-semite okay the real true bottom line is the Arabs are Semites also this is this is a fact The whole Middle Eastern population is Semitic. And so if you're anti-Semitic, well, Jews can be anti-Semitic against Arabs. And I, this, this these categories that people try and put in is absolutely absurd. Uh, People don't really But this idea that they're
1: going to attack us for saying we're white and we, you know, we, uh, this country is our inheritance or whatever else. Uh, and then they, you know, say the Jews can do that, but we can't. And, you know, how do they have this both ways? It's interesting to me how they use this Jewish term as a wedge. Is it a religious discussion? Because biblically you got to back Israel, supposedly. Is it a religious discussion? Oh, um, you know, the Jews are God's chosen people. Is it a racial discussion? Oh, the Jews can advance their cause because they're not really a religion. They're not really a race. They're not really an ethnicity necessarily, but they're uh, all the above. And, and, and they can just kind of create these nuances that literally control the narrative on anything you say or do regarding virtually any peoples. And they put the, quote, Jewish people somehow on this pedestal above everybody else. Uh, And then they next put black and brown. As you know, I I reported just recently that Delta Airlines and the Associated Press says you got to capitalize B for black people and B for brown people, but you don't need to capitalize W for white people. And they've literally rolled that out to educate their uh, employees to be racist, in my opinion, about this. But this is kind of the quintessential discussion point. Israel was founded, the whole founding of Israel, by other countries, if you will, um, was a homeland for, quote, the Jewish people. And now a proposal to define it in law is a, quote, what does it state? Think about this. To define it in law as a Jewish state. So, what is a Jewish state? What is Jewish? Is that religion? Is that government? Is that chosen people? Is that ethnicity? Is that nationality? Is that one of the 12 tribes of Israel? Um, wait a minute, 12 tribes of Israel? Oh, now you're starting to discuss a reality check on this whole thing. But I look at this, Dr. Bradley, and I'm just a- astounded at how everybody's on opposite sides of the issue, but nobody even seems to be correct. Nobody, hardly.
3: Well, what I would say is, should never be construed as being anti- anything could be said to be uh, against any race, religion, color, ethnicity, anything like that. I'm against false principles that are destroying God's children. Okay, so the That's modern right. state of Israel is not Israel. It's not the 12 tribes of Israel. It is a, it, it, what they've done is they've captured the word to get it, some imagery, the the homeland concept is a an apartheid state right now. I mean, you look at what people oh apartheid in South Africa it's horrid a black and a white and there never the twain shall be. That's exactly where the Jewish modern state of Israel is, which is a socialist um, based upon the principles of socialism, modern secular state. It is not a religious. It is not a jewish it is simply a socialist modern secular state and the indigenous people that were there before the modern sh- state of israel was even conceived by the zionist movement back in the 1890s or by the balfour decree or the british mandate or i mean we uh, we could spend hours on this and i know we're running out of time this half hour but the fact of the matter is the indigenous people of palestine which is a name that has existed for millennia. These people, largely from all a mixed bunch, I mean, there's Christians there, there's Jews there, there's there's uh, Muslims and Arabs of probably non-denomination. I mean, it's a whole group, an ethnic group of people, if you will. But they have been driven under the same attitude that, that Israel, or not Israel, the Jews were driven throughout centuries, the pogroms. It's a violent driving from and I submit to you that it's living.
1: all wrong, no matter which people are it in is. charge or doing the driving and which people are getting abused. The, the
3: state of Israel is doing pogroms against the Palestinian people. They have driven them from their homes. Millions of Palestinians have been killed in the last 85 years. They've got them pretty well isolated in an area they're doing a kill zone in called Gaza. And on the West Bank to some degree. Okay. So now they're saying the only way they're going to be happy is if they take control from the Jordan to the sea, which is a Jewish. The people say, okay, the Palestinians are racist because they want to have a a homeland for the Palestinians and they want to have it from the river to the sea. Okay. Well, that's exactly what Netanyahu is saying now. We've got to get rid of these Gazans. And, and other nations have to take them. We're not going to let them even live on the And on my response, piece of
1: ladies and gentlemen, step back and advocate for peace. Do not pick sides. Do not attack and abuse God's children no matter which way they try to tell you who should be protected and who should not and all these kind of things. Realize we're all God's children and we advocate for the sacred principle of peace. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Exposing Corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. U.S. lawmakers are approving another stopgap spending package that officially keeps federal agencies funded through early March Sending the measure to the White House for President Biden's signature late Thursday. The House approved the shutdown averting legislation just hours after the Senate's relatively speedy passage. Audio from the 911 call to send Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin to the hospital January 1st. A top aide asking for discretion.
1: Can I ask, can the ambulance not show up with... Lights and sirens. Um, we're trying to mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle.
0: In that recording obtained by CNN, the dispatcher explains that ambulances usually turn off lights and sirens on residential streets. Austin was treated at Walter Reed Hospital earlier for prostate cancer. The White House, Congress, and the National Security Council were not informed until days later, which has drawn intense criticism from members of both parties. More snow in store for more than 100 million Americans this weekend. Forecasters say two back-to-back storms are spreading at least three inches of snow across some 18 states, from Wyoming to New York. It started Thursday night and continues today. The second part of the storm will dump more snow on parts of the Midwest, Northeast and Mid-Atlantic. Writer E. Jean Carroll's wrapped up her testimony accusing Donald Trump of sexual assault and defamation. She spent the last day and a half on the stand in Judge Lewis Kaplan's Manhattan courtroom. Trump's already been found guilty of defamation and liable for sexually abusing Carroll decades ago in a department store dressing room. Former President Trump's mother-in-law has been laid to rest. Emalia Now's mother of former First Lady Melania Trump, was buried Thursday in Palm Beach, Florida. She was 78 when she died. Trump complained Wednesday about the fact his New York trial judge offered little grace for the occasion.
1: We asked to just delay the trial for one day, and he said absolutely not. Trump was nearly
0: tossed out of the courtroom this week. This is USA News.
2: I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number.
4: 800-399-4215. 800-399-4215. 800-399-4215. That's 800-399-4215.
1: Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Jordan is in the news, Republican of Ohio. And uh, Jim Jordan of Ohio is demanding answers after it was revealed that federal investigators instructed financial institutions to search for terms such as MAGA or Trump or any religious texts or et cetera in relation to the capital riots, or whatever you want to call it, of January the 6th, uh, and Jim uh, Jordan is saying in his capacity as the chairman of the House Select Subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government, he's investigating exactly why um, the Treasury Department Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, it's called FinCEN, uh, or FinCEN um, why they asked banks to conduct this type of, quote, search uh, and surveillance on, on everybody, uh, and it's serious. He is demanding testimony from the former director of Thin Sen. Um, really, he's saying, look, if you bought religious texts or whatever, they're scouring through this information to hunt everybody down. um is using people's religious beliefs against them um, in their analysis of what they call violent stream, extreme Violent extremism indicators is what they're calling it. Uh, Anyway, the bottom line is this is out of control, and I appreciate Jim Jordan digging into it and revealing this to us, Dr. Bradley, but my problem is this. We hear from Jim Jordan. uh, We hear from Mike uh, Johnson and others, so that's Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, that, you know, Biden has been committing crimes and committing illegal activity since he took office, Uh, and that Hunter this, and that, you know what, the government, Uh, in these unconstitutional agencies, that and the other, and going on and on and on. But there's just more information coming out all the time, but there's never any accountability, never any arrests, never any action taken. If Joe Biden's been literally criminally violating the law since he took office, where's the action to create accountability? I I mean, I appreciate Jim speaking out about this. I don't mean to be negative, but I'm also saying at some point, it doesn't matter if we're not going to do anything, does it, doctor? Okay,
3: there's so many things that I'd love to talk to about this. And, and uh, first of all, let's just kind of just resolve the the Biden thing, okay? Impeach, due process, remove from office, criminal liability. Okay, fine, do that. The the Hunter Biden thing, you know, go after that with all the tax stuff and the federal firearms things that are at stake and everything like that. But this thing with Jim Jordan uh, that he's just brought up is, is – uh, a huge, huge Gordian knot, if you will. And and it doesn't just go back to the Patriot Act, but the Patriot Act absolutely set up the capability of your banking institutions becoming the snitch, if you will, on everything that's happened. The Patriot Act, you know, passed under George W. Bush, you might remind yourself, was something that absolutely eviscerated the Fourth Amendment. Okay? And then we have all of these um, uh, FISA 702 things where they're supposed to prevent Americans from being spied on. But no, 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 they don't let that firewall, if you will. They always find a way around it. Oh, well, it was poor training that, uh, oh, yeah, these agents did the wrong thing. But here's the deal. There is no justification under the United States Constitution for the things that they're doing right now. But the, the Patriot Act allows this, the 702, is is giving them a free access to this thing and and what is actually happening is is really strange after uh 9 11 2001 all of these federal agencies snapped to and saluted and everything we got all these terrorist organizations trying to get into america they're going to attack us from without and tear us down just like these snakes did that uh, that uh, knocked down the trade towers and the uh, pentagon and everything which is you know there's a lot more to the story than i'm able to breathlessly tell right now, but the point of the matter is that they set up these things to capture all of these terrorist uh, outside threats, but there are not any to speak of. I mean, yeah, there's people that'd rather do us do, uh, bad, but but they're just minusculely small in essence. They're not catching any. So they turned their attention to, quote-unquote, domestic terrorists. These individuals, whether it's a Wolverine group out of Michigan or or whoever they are, They're saying, oh, we've got to go after these Americans. And what they're doing is, as we watch from whether it's the January 6th thing or the Wolverines I just mentioned, they they are creating their own narrative And they're creating groups that by the encouragement of the general government, because by golly, they gotta prove that that they're doing their job and by golly, if they don't have anybody to fight, their money's gonna go away. So by golly, we've gotta have all of these terrorist groups and oh man, now anybody that says MAGA is a target or anybody that has a religious perspective could be a target. They're creating their own war zone within America trying to pit Americans against Americans. And always, always, always I come back to this idea. This is a Marxist approach to divide and conquer. This idea of fragmentation, this fracturization, this conflict-based society is being encouraged by the central government to this nation that is causing all sorts of egregious violations of, of what would be the Fourth Amendment if we still had one. Uh, which we don't because of the uh, Orrin Hatches of the world and the, uh, the George W. Bushes of the world that passed the USA Patriot Act. What's happening is a devolution of, of liberty and proper government here based upon right. agree their that. own hatched purposes. Hatch or unhatch. You get well, okay. and, and they're and they're doing it
1: uh, the, under they claim expediency or necessity or whatever, the threat of something or, what you know, but they're all doing it uh, without authorization, without authority. This uh, Finson group, this financial unconstitutional group in the federal government right now, also appearing to use people's religious beliefs against them, doctor. Uh, and, and, again, this is just out of control, and I appreciate Jim bringing it up, but, man— Unless you're going to arrest somebody for this criminal activity, I I frankly don't even care to hear about it. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying there's nothing I can do except for get frustrated at this point, right? Get rid of 702. Get rid of 702,
3: you damned idiots. This is beyond. I mean, you say, oh, man, look what's happening. No, no, no. But until there's enough of a push from
1: We the People, they're not going to get rid of 702. They're not. They're not going to um, quit spending money. They're not. They're not going to quit going to wars. They're not, unless we, the people, peacefully rise up and say, you know what? We'll vote you out of office. You're gone. We're going to put in, you know, principled people who understand the oaths of office and who believe in the Constitution and who don't believe in violating the privacy. But when George Bush violated our privacy back in the day, um, you know, it was abhorrent and horrible. And oh my gosh, how could George do this? And then it was Congress literally backed his illegal play. Okay, this is the problem that we face is that there is a Big disconnect between what we want to happen in America and what's actually happening. Um, and, you know, the sad part is hey, the media doesn't tell you the truth, but the new media is taking center stage. I've told you that for decades. I'll continue to say that. I've given speeches on this and everything else, and we're starting to see a crack in the veneer of the yesteryear press. Uh, they used to claim that they, you know, they were the gatekeepers. They were in charge of everything. Now, not so fast, okay? Um, and I hope to have an influence on this. But listen up, billionaires hope to profit in media. Of course, it's not working. New York Times even admits this. It increasingly appears that the billionaires are struggling, just like nearly everyone else. Okay, listen to this. Time, the Washington Post, and the Los Angeles Times have all lost big money in 2023. Billions of dollars, folks. In, um, in the middle of last year, for example, the Times was on track to lose 30 to $40 million. Okay? Last year, the company cut about 74 jobs, and executives are meeting now to talk about deep cuts. In the past, Mr. Bezos said that he purchased The Post because it was an important institution, but he wanted it to be profitable. He said, I said to myself if this was a financially upside down, you know, salty food snack company, I would have said no, but this is critical. We've got to control the media. Time is facing similar headwinds, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Time lost around 20 million. In 2023, according to people with knowledge of the financial picture. Um, let's see. Time is weighed cutting costs in the first quarter to help offset some of the losses. They say the sports are profitable, but the media is not. The very rich find it very difficult to lose money year over year, even if they can afford it, Doctor. Uh, And so we're starting to see this. And so we're taking on the mainstream press like never before. They're laying people off and melting down and spending billions and everything else. But we're gaining credibility and stature while they're losing credibility and stature. And their financial losses are starting to pile up and they're starting to freak out. When we get back, Dr. Scott Bradley can respond to that. I find that fascinating. We'll do it in seconds on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
3: The break, Sam, at least from the perspective of the establishment, was running a whole litany of owing to offals. Crimea River, Sam, is about what I was going to say during the middle of all of that, and, and it's from my own cynical perspective. Um, you got all of these these big name newspapers that are that are losing money. I don't know as they've lost near enough yet. A few million here and a few million there, you know, and stuff like that. But. Uh, but you know the the big the big newspapers across the nation, whether it's the Deseret News and the Tribune in Utah, or the the L.A. Times, or the New York Times, or the Washington Post, or the Wall Street Journal, basically they're the organs run by the same philosophy. If you can't make a tie to all of the people at the head of it, you're not going to uh, maybe see where that actually is. But but basically, if you read any of them or all of them, you're going to get the same storyline. And, uh, and that's been for a long time, clear back in the teens, the 19-teens. Uh, the, uh, uh, the effort to control the media has been, you know, you can control what the people think, and pretty soon you control where you're going on this thing. And, and so I, I think that all of these are basically, uh, you can read one and you've read them all, basically, is what it boils down to, and they should be that's losing right. money. I think it's good is. news they're
1: losing money, and I think it's good news that the game is starting to change. We're learning that things aren't always about money. Now, I know that money can control a lot of things, but we can do a lot of things without a lot of money, too. And our, our um, broadcast, you know, on one hand, they want you to believe we're nobodies. On the other hand, the way they're attacking us and the way they put us at the top of the food chain tells you they're afraid of us, doctor. I mentioned this earlier in the broadcast today. You know what? These leaders who want to destroy liberty and everything else, they're afraid of us. And they're afraid what you and I might say. And they want to dub us conspiracy theorists than anything else to try to discredit us. But the truth is, we're gaining ground and they're losing ground. Billionaires hope to profit in the media. It's not working, okay? And so, you know what? The battle for the hearts and minds of the people is certainly the uh, culture war front and center. No doubt about it. But I want to move to this topic too because I think it relates a little bit here. Biden, quote, U.S. does not support... Taiwan independence, the new American, uh, John Laravel, with this piece. Um, so Biden's saying the U.S. does not support Taiwanese independence. I do, doctor.
3: Well, I'd absolutely like to see him independent. But but then again, uh, this is a broader discussion. You stop and think about. Look at the farewell address of George Washington. Look at the constitutional basis of all the wars we've been in since the World War II. Uh, are you going to put your children no. on their deathbed because of that? Now,
1: Absolutely this is not. a
3: really serious issue, and and the fact of the matter is that what happened to China, mainland China, with the little island off the, across the Straits of Formosa, we did that to them in 1949. It's uh, a disgrace. To, Mao took over in Red China. George Marshall. United States granted to to the Red Chinese, Mao Zedong and his goons, all of the captured Japanese war material. And it just wasn't a few rifles and a hand grenades. I mean, all the trucks, the tanks, the artillery, everything was handed over to Mao by the United States. Chiang Kai-shek had been, although he doesn't have the great heritage of American Founding Fathers' liberty concepts, he was our ally during World War II. Mao was a pain in the butt the whole war. And, and the Americans picked the winner for Red China. They helped install Mao there. Chiang Kai shek ultimately escaped in 1949 you across think of the We got the blood on our USA. hands for
1: this, along with the we blood on blood his
3: on hands. We got blood on our hands. But are you going to say, with a blanket, Amen, brother? that we're going to take China on in a world war. Now, here's the nope. other part of it. We, I don't think we, we have... should.
1: I just think we should personally advocate for independence for the Taiwanese. That doesn't mean I we I need to be it's... involved as a country.
3: We sold them out on the on the uh, United Nations, which is not a big sellout. And by we the way, there's a
1: book a... written about this by Robert Welch, who's now passed away. He was one of the leaders of the John Birch Society back in the day. He wrote a book about this. Um, Eldon Stahl brought this up on the radio show yesterday. Again, may God forgive us. America's betrayal of China is the title of the book. Uh to highlight Absolutely. what you're what you're discussing Dr. Bradley.
3: Well, and and so here's the deal though. We have we have basically erased any capability to respond if anything happens across the Formosa Straits where we inclined to do so. We've got a 7,000-mile supply chain there. China's got a few hundred miles. He's got to they got to get their stuff to the border. They, we've got a seven thousand mile thing. We have expunged our hundred and fifty-five millimeter artillery rounds, which are absolutely critical to any success in this. You've got to have capability if you're going across oceans. The Chinese have supersonic, uh, you know, defense missiles against our aircraft carriers. You put an aircraft carrier to the ground, well, to the bottom of the ocean. You've just destroyed a five thousand population U.S. city with a huge amount of assets to the bottom of the ocean. We are putting at risk so many things, and we've we've squandered it in Ukraine and in Israel and in Syria and in Somalia and in Afghanistan and in the Iraq. The answer
1: going forward, doctor, is for us to understand personally we support independence for people. Uh, and uh, uh, as a country, we need to avoid the foreign entanglements that have no... End in sight. No winnable solutions in sight with the foreign entanglements we find ourselves involved in. We have got to back away from those. And I know people are like, oh, man, we can't now. Yeah, you can. You walked right in, you can walk right out. Now, will there be disaster when you do? Absolutely. But there was disaster when you walked right in also. And so what we need to do is pray for peoples, set an example for peoples. Our greatest export should be the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, to help people when they do push for independence, to give them kind of a a blueprint of how how to make it all happen and how to make it work. Turn to God, use this blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of our land, and it'll work for you too. If you're a good, honest, moral, religious, moral, righteous people, it'll be great. And that should be the extent of our involvement internationally on these topics, though. So I'm not saying that I want to go to war to defend Taiwan, but I am saying I support their independence. What I'm saying is let's use the supreme law of our land as our guide. Let's avoid these foreign entanglements, and let's make sure they know about the blueprint for success if they want to be free. And let's just stay the heck out of it.
3: This ties back to your little story just briefly before this one about the big newspaper meltdowns. You
1: know,
3: truly— there are alternatives to this, but again, as I said, if you're reading any of those big organs that are out there, you're getting the same storyline, and it's the same deep state perspective on things. And, and it goes back to something that uh, Pravda was a Russian newspaper. It started you know, even before the teens in 1900. It became probably the largest uh, circulation newspaper in the world. Pravda means truth, basically, in Russian. But it was the largest circulation newspaper because people didn't buy it to read it. They used it for toilet paper because it was really what it was worth. But there wasn't a lot of toilet paper in Russia through all of the lean years that they had. And that's about where our current big mainstream lame brain um, media organs are. And and what, uh, what gives us hope is that there are other approaches out there. Sam, your radio... Station and, and all of your affiliates is, is a, a good example, but uh, they're, they're making huge inroads in trying to crush that movement because, as you point out, they're afraid of it. But Pravda, New York Times, L.A. Times, Washington Post, Wall Street yeah, Journal. They're all the clown media. all They're all the Pravda, and they someday need to be recognized for what they are. And when we run out of toilet paper, maybe there'll be a, a market for them. Well, Look and I want people to know that. we
1: stand for liberty, but not by force, ladies and gentlemen. True. Okay. And we don't have authority to spend these foreign monies. So, what if this little company, your country of Yemen or whatever it is, didn't it just get attacked by Joe? Okay. There's no authority for that. There's no congressional approval. He is absolutely a war criminal. And you can say, Sam, how dare you call the president a war criminal? Look, I'm calling a spade a spade. He is acting, and his actions. Our war criminal actions, Dr. Bradley. There's no way to say it any other way. Okay, so here's
3: the deal. We've been attacking them for decades through our yes, surrogates. it's been
1: criminal the whole time.
3: It has been through Saudi Arabia. We've been providing all the arms. Okay, Yemen, ah, there are Marxist kind of, and the Houthi that are there. No love lost between me and them. But it's everybody thinks that there is no trigger out there. Okay, so... The Houthi are trying to respond in behalf of the genocide that's being done by uh, the state of Israel against the Palestinians. And so they've been launching attacks against the Red Sea shipping, okay? It is a response to what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. And so suddenly we're in a regional war. We're responding against the Houthi that launched the drone attacks against the the ships that, that they were trying to make a point is off on, on
1: Gaza, okay? And All Mike of this Johnson stuff is, is literally doubling down in defense of Biden, saying great work, we got to do this or whatever. Both of them are unconstitutional in their actions.
3: It, it's a religious war. All of it is, kids. I mean, the, the Houthi are Shiai, as is the, uh, the group that's uh, you know in, in Syria. And, and Saudi Arabia is Sunni. And the Israelis are always trying to get us to wipe out everybody. It's just, an is, it's, it's basically a religious war, and we need we've to been jettison, sucked into it.
1: We need to jettison unjust wars. We need to quit the foreign aid. We need to stand on the principle of liberty and peace and prosperity, not by force. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of work to educate our citizens about the truth of the matter, huh? wouldn't you say? Any penny you can give us to help our cause. Help us with our goal of the new media taking center stage. We would be grateful for the support. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, Freedom'sRisingSun.com. For Dr. Scott Bradley and yours truly, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.